0: Welcome to Supercharge Your Health, the show where you learn how to burn fat, build muscle, reverse aging, and supercharge your energy levels so you can live life to the max. This is your host, Dr. David Jockers, and on today's show, we're talking about how sugar is ruining the health of our society. And we're going to talk about exactly the things that we need to do in order to buffer the blood sugar response. You know, this is holiday time of season, and most of us are going to be consuming sugar and things with perhaps processed sugar or natural sugars. And we want to know really the best strategies. What do we do in order to buffer the blood sugar response? So we don't get sick. We don't have the chronic inflammation and all the negative health effects. And really, when we look at our society, I mean, the largest source of calories for individuals living in industrialized nations, it comes from sugar. Sugar increases insulin levels, this key hormone insulin, which promotes fat accumulation and inflammation throughout the body. Sugar consumption and elevated insulin accelerate the aging process, and create an environment conductive to degenerative disease. The chemistry of sugar is based on the number of carbohydrates and includes monosaccharides, disaccharides, and oligosaccharides. The most important monosaccharides are glucose, dextrose, and fructose. The primary difference in these deals with the way they are digested and metabolized. You see, glucose and dextrose are basically the same form of sugar. Many sugars can be identified by their characteristic, the O-S-E ending. And so when we look at what's happened in our society since the year 1700, the average individual back in 1700 consumed about four pounds of sugar each year. In 1800, it was about 18 pounds. So from, from 100 years from the year 1700 to 1800, it went from four pounds to 18 pounds of sugar each year. In 1900, the average person ate 90 pounds of sugar each year. And in 2009, the average individual consumes 150 pounds of sugar per year. So in 300 years, our society, our our genetic background has had to adapt to an increase in about 150 pounds of sugar each year. Half of our society consumes one half pound of sugar per day. Most of this is in unnatural man-made forms such as sucrose and high fructose corn syrup. Most forms of sugar metabolize quickly in the body into a simple glucose form. This glucose is then funneled into cells by the hormone insulin. This process performed very well in our bodies when the cells are kept sensitive to the circulating insulin. Lifestyle behaviors that lead to chronically elevated blood sugar and insulin levels cause a cellular resistance to insulin. These behaviors include excessive sugar intake, processed foods, and sedentary lifestyle. Elevated blood sugar and insulin cause excessive free radical damage and inflammation throughout the body. So let's look at all the problems that are associated with sugar and insulin. So elevated blood sugar, high insulin, mal-coordinates the immune system and reduces its functional ability. It dehydrates the cells and depletes the body of critical electrolytes such as potassium, magnesium, calcium, and sodium, leading to cell death and chronic muscle spasms. It depletes the body of chromium, copper, and zinc, and other trace minerals that help sensitize cells to insulin. This further accelerates cell membrane insulin resistance. It induces cancer cell division and proliferation and inhibits mechanisms that slow down tumor growth and inhibit cancer cell apoptosis or programmed cell death. It creates tissue-damaging advanced glycolytic enzymes, AGEs. It depletes the body of antioxidants such as glutathione, vitamin C, and vitamin E. It inhibits human growth hormone, which is our quintessential anti-aging hormone. And instead it elevates cortisol and other stress and aging hormones it inhibits cellular protein synthesis which results in dysfunctional bone muscle and joint chemistry this accelerates the risk of osteoporosis osteoarthritis and chronic muscle and joint pain it promotes the growth of pathogenic bacteria and parasites such as candida and other yeast like organisms this also depletes the body of good bacteria and can lead to chronic infections in the gut, respiratory tissue, and sinuses. It leads to obesity and elevated triglycerides, abnormal LDL to HDL cholesterol levels. You know, a lot of people think that has to do with eating fat, eating saturated fat. Nope, it's all about sugar. Sugar is what makes you fat. It elevates your triglycerides, through elevates your LDL, lowers your HDL. It elevates arterial inflammation and other risk factors. It opens up the blood-brain barrier. It depletes the brain of trace mineral stores and allows toxins and other heavy metals to accumulate in the brain tissue. And finally, it destroys nerves that and it ends up leading to chronic pain, neuropathies, vision disorders, and accelerated organ dysfunction. So we've got some major issues going on with sugar. So... In 300 years, we've gone from consuming literally two to four pounds of sugar a year to now over 150 pounds of sugar a year. It's absolutely crazy that an individual can consume almost the the same amount of sugar in one day that their ancestors 300 years ago were consuming. So in one day, they'll consume all the sugar that their ancestors would consume in the course of a year. How, am- how incredible is that? It's just absolutely amazing what's happened in our society with sugar. And we wonder why chronic disease is so epidemic. And so clearly, we have got to figure out ways to have fun, enjoy our food without the sugar and the toxins. And if you go to my website, drjockers.com, you'll see we have got some of the most incredible recipes right on there. Most of them have very little amount of sugar, and whatever sugar they have, it's very natural sugar. You can even go to the dessert section. You'll find things like supercharged chocolate chip cookies, supercharged chocolate hazelnut frozen pie. You'll find things like avocado quilan pie, pumpkin cheesecake, mint cookies. You'll find fudge cups, carrot cake, creativity cheesecake, I mean, you'll find everything you can imagine right there at your fingertips, all using natural forms of sugar, the lowest amount of sweetener possible. So just go to my website, drjockers.com. Our goal is to make it as easy and user-friendly as possible for you and your family. So again, drjockers.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter immediately as a gift we will give you the Supercharge Recipe Plan, which is 40 recipes following my anti-inflammatory diet. They're amazing. You'll find foods with multiple different colors. You'll find main meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, everything you can imagine. You can live solely off of this Supercharge Recipe Plan, and you would live extremely well. On top of that, though, we're also going to give you my Supercharge Your Life in 30 days, 30 easy steps, Ebook. This is great for entering into the new year. Hey, you want to take some small steps in the right direction? Well, this is small and easy steps that are going to lead you towards your best future, going to lead you towards optimal health. So just go to my website, drjockers.com. Sign up for the newsletter. You get those two gifts valued at $47 at no charge at all to you. On top of that, you'll get my cutting edge e-newsletter twice a week sent into your e email box with the most cutting-edge health tips and strategies, kind of like what we're going to talk about here. So where we talked about sugar is such a problem, we're going to now talk about simple strategies to buffer blood sugar. So if we're going to have sugar, what do we do to reduce the inflammatory aspects of the sugar? Well, we look at it, first got to understand the foundation. Sweet foods and starches are not genetically congruent to eat on a regular basis. You know, if we went back 1,000 years, I guarantee you, average individual was only consuming about a pound of sugar a year, a pound a year. And now many individuals consume a pound a day. And so these things are just not genetically congruent to eat on a regular basis. Our ancestors looked at sweets as rare delicacies. But most people in our society are today are raised on a steady diet, of sugars, grains, and other starches. See, grains and starches, like wheat bread, for example, metabolizes into sugar. In fact, wheat bread itself is higher glycemic, meaning it has a higher load on our sugar and on our insulin levels than even a Snickers bar, a chocolate bar. And so the reality is that we've got to get a lot of these grains out and and artificial and processed starches out as well. Here are the best strategies to lower the blood sugar insulin response when consuming carbohydrate-rich foods. You see, when we break down foods, we know that foods are measured for their effect on blood sugar through the glycemic index. The glycemic index ranges from 0 to 100. Foods that have a glycemic index under 55 are considered low GI. A range of 56 to 69 is considered medium GI well, 70 plus is considered high. It is recommended to eat foods that are low glycemic index and utilize different strategies to lower and buffer these glycemic index responses in your body. Another way of ranking blood sugar response of different foods is through the glycemic load. So we got the glycemic index, which measures how fast something breaks down into sugar. The glycemic load measures how long the food will release sugar into the system. Many foods may be high glycemic index, but low glycemic load. An example of this would be fruit, like watermelon. Other foods that are low GI, but high GL, such as oatmeal, which releases sugar into the system for an extended period of time. A glycemic load of 20 or more is high. A glycemic load of 11 to 19 is medium, and a glycemic load of 10 or less is low. High glycemic load foods are inflammatory in nature, so it's advisable to stick with foods that are low GI and low GL as much as possible, or you can use advanced strategies to buffer the glycemic response in the body. So here are our simple strategies to improve blood sugar signaling. So if you're out here during the holidays or really at any time, these are the things you wanna do to reduce the negative effects high blood sugar and high insulin first easy thing you can do is use lemons use lemons and limes work good too. lemons and limes the citric acid in the lemon or lime helps to buffer the release of blood sugar additionally the antioxidants such as vitamin C and vitamin P which is called citrus bioflavonoids that are in the lemon also, the trace minerals, the potassium, the calcium, magnesium within the lemon help to improve insulin signaling, boost liver function, and stabilize blood sugar. Squeeze a lemon on as many foods as possible and drink it fresh, squeezed, and purified water. So, if you're going to have like a piece of cake or ice cream or something like that, good idea. Use some lemon water before. You eat it within 15 minutes or so to get that effect, to lower the blood sugar response, load up on antioxidants, and just improve your body's ability to tolerate the sugar. Another thing you could do, you could do this either with lemon or instead of lemon, is use apple cider vinegar. See, vinegar is very high in acetic acid, and particularly raw, unpasteurized apple cider vinegar with the mother intact. This acid has been shown to reduce the glycemic response of a typical carbohydrate-based meal by 31%. Wow, that's incredible. Another study reduced a carbohydrate meal from a typical glycemic index of 100 to 64, so brought it down to 64. Apple cider vinegar also provides enzymes, probiotics, and trace minerals that enhance blood sugar signaling. So you want to use apple cider vinegar on as many foods as possible. So we definitely want to load up on our apple cider vinegar. Another thing we can do is use fermented foods. This would include coconut kefir, which if you're looking for a, for example, good fermented food recipes, I'm going to go through fermented foods, but certainly want to go to our website, drjockers.com. I am a fermenting fanatic. I make coconut water kefir, coconut milk kefir, sauerkraut, fermented assorted veggies, pickles, kimchi. I mean, I love making this stuff, and I've got recipes for all of it. So just go to our website, drjockers.com. You can ask, access these recipes at no charge to you. So again, Dr. drjockers, dot com. Just go there, check us out. And hey, you know, also make sure you plug in with us on Facebook where we've got a great health conversation going on on Facebook. I post different articles. We've got conversations going on, over 30,000 of us plugging in to the Dr. David Jockers Facebook page. You'll want to get plugged in as well. And so again, going back to fermented foods, we want coconut kefir, sauerkraut, pickles, and kimchi, raw grass-fed fermented dairy such as yogurt, kefir, amasi, fermented whey, and raw cheese. These are the kind of foods we want to be consuming, particularly grass-fed fermented dairy. These foods have a natural acid to slow the release of blood sugar, and they provide enzymes, probiotics, and other bioactive nutrients that enhance blood sugar signaling. So use a variety of different fermented foods each and every day. We also want to use cinnamon. Cinnamon has been shown to reduce gastric emptying rate. It improves insulin receptor sensitivity and inhibits enzymes that inactivate insulin receptors. Cinnamon is also an extremely powerful antioxidant that prevents inflammatory conditions that damage cell membranes and insulin receptors. So, you know, you could do something like have cinnamon on your ice cream. You know, a great thing is if you love ice cream and you're gonna have some ice cream, Get Number one, get a healthier variety like coconut milk ice cream, which tastes out of this world amazing. You can get coconut milk ice cream at any health food store, even Publix and Whole Foods, of course, they all have it, coconut milk ice cream. Then what you do is you have a little bit of lemon water before you, lemon or apple cider vinegar water, before you consume it, you put cinnamon on it. And I'd also recommend maybe throwing in a couple of nuts, like particularly Brazil nuts, which are really high in selenium. Your body needs that selenium to help process sugar. And actually, it would be a great combination would be Brazil nuts and a little bit of pumpkin seeds in there because the pumpkin seeds are very high in zinc. And so that zinc and selenium combo helps your body process the sugar more effectively along with the cinnamon. Mix that up and enjoy your ice cream. You'll process it so much better. When you're finished... Drink a little bit of coconut water kefir or maybe have a little bit of sauerkraut or something along those lines to help your body metabolize it even better. So all good stuff. Fifth principle is, so we talked about using lemon. We talked about using apple cider vinegar, using fermented foods, using cinnamon. What is the fifth thing? It is using a whole food multivitamin with chromium and really just getting chromium in general. So what things are high in chromium? You can get a lot of chromium actually from onions, eating things like onions, red onions, help with blood sugar sensitivity. So use onions in your food on a regular basis to get adequate amounts of chromium, but you can also supplement with a whole food multivitamin such as Garden of Life Vitamin Code Raw Multivitamins, which is a great brand, Garden of Life Vitamin Code Raw Multivitamins, Whole food multivitamins help the body by supplying tons of highly bioavailable trace minerals and B vitamins that are critical for healthy blood sugar balance. One such nutrient is chromium, which both increases the production and activates the glucose transport molecule called GLUT4. Chromium activates GLUT4 to shift its location from deep within the cell to a position on the cell membrane. This opens a window in the cell that allows glucose to flow into the cell through a concentration gradient where it can be metabolized for energy while lowering circulating blood sugar to stable levels. So really good principles to be using on a regular basis. So again, one more review of them, using lemon. These are the ways that we we improve our blood sugar signaling. We use lemon. We use apple cider vinegar using fermented foods, using cinnamon, and consuming foods that are rich in chromium and zinc along with a whole food-based multivitamin with chromium. Very important strategies. We wanna activate that GLUT4 receptor. We wanna clear the bloodstream of sugar and improve our ability to tolerate the excess sugar. Because, you know, chronic inflammation is an epidemic. We have high levels of neurodegenerative diseases, things like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, ALS, MS, all different types of autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, like systemic lupus, things like Hashimoto's thyroiditis and Graves' disease. These things are all at an all-time high. We've got more people walking around with chronic pain in their body now than ever before. People with bone degeneration, osteoporosis, and osteoarthritis, these things are at all time highs. More older people with dementia that are in nursing homes that can't think for themselves. We've got more people overweight, struggling to lose weight, chronically depressed now than ever before. And so we have got to do something different than what we've been doing for all these years. And clearly, one of the major things we've been doing for now the last 100 years is eating massive amounts of sugar and things that turn into sugar, sugars and grains. And particularly over the last 30 years, our sugar increases have gone up substantially. So we have got to use, number one, better sugar alternatives. But really, ultimately, we want to take as much of the sugar and the grains out of our diet. We want to get rid of bad fats. Things like corn oil, soybean oil, safflower oil, cottonseed oil, peanut oil. These things are all high omega-6 fats that are toxic and inflammatory. Instead, we want to load up on really good fats. What are good fats? It's going to be things like coconut oil. Coconut oil is the only oil you ever want to cook with. It cannot be denatured or high heat, so it's got a great heat tolerance, works perfect, And it's so easy to digest for our body to metabolize, we break it down in our liver directly for energy. Coconut oil, coconut products like coconut butter, coconut flakes, coconut milk, coconut cream, coconut flour. These are the kind of things we want to be consuming on a regular basis. Good fats, avocados, another fantastic fat, extra virgin olive oil. Butter from grass-fed cows. These are things that we want to be primary points in our diet, along with high antioxidant, low starch fruits and vegetables. So what examples would that be? Well, from a fruit perspective, we want to load up on things like lemons and limes, citrus fruits, and then also berries. Berries such as, such as blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, blackberries, goji berries, such as cranberries. Berries are nutrient-rich, low-sugar fruit. On top of that, we wanna go with lots of different vegetables, things like spinach, cauliflower, cucumbers, cilantro, parsley, watercress, kale, collard greens, radishes, onions, garlic, I mean, we wanna load up on antioxidant-rich vegetables. We wanna load up on clean proteins. Grass-fed beef, grass-fed raw fermented dairy. My favorite company for both of those is called Beyond Organic, started by my good friend Jordan Rubin, who wrote The Maker's Diet and has his new book out, The Maker's Diet Revolution. Phenomenal book. You can find out more information about Beyond Organic on my website, drjockers.com. But that's where you can get the cleanest beef and fermented raw dairy. Also, other good sources of clean protein are gonna be things like organic chicken, organic pasture-raised turkey, organic pasture-raised eggs. These are phenomenal sources of protein. Duck, wild game like deer, so venison meat, bison, antelope, all really good stuff. Lamb, great source of, of healthy protein. So, goat is another example of a great one. Goat and goat cheese. And so then we want good fiber-rich foods as well. So we want seeds like flaxseed, chia seed, hemp seeds, pumpkin seeds, great sources of fiber. We can also implement some good uh, some good nuts like macadamia nuts, pecans, almonds, not too much nuts. I see a lot of people overdoing it when it comes to nuts. Nuts do have anti-nutrients in them. So Please don't overdo it on nuts. Have small quantities two or three times a week, fantastic. But if you're eating handfuls of nuts every day, that's going to cause problems. So don't overdo it on the nuts. We also want fermented foods. What are fermented foods? It's going to be things like sauerkraut, traditionally made sauerkraut that you can make at your house. We want things like kimchi, um, coconut water kefir, coconut milk kefir like we were talking about earlier. Apple cider vinegar, another great fermented food. You can make your own pickles. There's so many different options when it comes to eating really, really healthy. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. In fact, if you were to go to drjockers.com and you want a great recipe for the Christmas and New Year's season, just go to my website, drjockers.com. A favorite of many is the are these supercharged fudge cups supercharged fudge cups, along with the supercharged avocado key lime pie, and snowballs. We've got cacao balls that are covered with coconut flakes that taste absolutely amazing. Everybody loves them. You know, on my website, I've also got an eggnog recipe. So if you traditionally do eggnog, you can get superfood eggnog right there on TalkerJockers.com. Everything right there at your fingertips. You want to be healthy this time of year. You want to eat healthy because it's going to give you momentum heading into the new year and you'll have the opportunity to make 2014 your best year yet. So signing off, we'll we'll talk next week. This is Dr. Jockers and supercharge your health.